this week on First Stop, we're giving away March Breakaway VIP prize packs to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Each package includes a Hockey Hall of Fame VIP family pass for four. That includes a photo package with the Stanley Cup, $50 Spirit of Hockey gift card, $100 SO gift card. To win today's giveaway, here's what you got to do. Text 105050 with your name and the correct answer to the following question. Among the original six NHL franchises, which team has the fewest inductees into the Hockey Hall of Fame? Check hhof.com slash March Break for everything you need to plan your visit, including getaway packages and special offers. So again, text 105050 with your name to that question. Here's a clue. No, it's not the Maple Leafs. So everyone just calm down. Joining us now, it's the president of tfc it is bill manning a reminder the home opener at bmo saturday night against the columbus crew bill thank you so much for joining the show today happy to be on so bill i want to start here i have uh, many many questions about proper deployment um uh, for your team for the upcoming game against the columbus crew we'll do some real hardcore x's and o's all right but bef- before we get there <laughs> Before we get there, I was reading your interview with Steve Buffery in the Toronto Sun, and I need to know, what was dinner like at Soto Soto in Yorkville with Drake as you guys were wooing Sean Johnson? <laughs> Take me to that dinner. Let's start there. Uh, no, he, he didn't join us for dinner, but he happened to be there. And uh, one of the guys who we work with is Soto Soto. Uh, knew we were recruiting Sean, and uh, he's a TFC fan, and he kind of mentioned to Drake if he could come over and say hello, and so he did, and uh, it was great. I, I, I asked Drake to see if he could uh, give Sean a little bit uh, insight into Toronto, and he took a good five minutes and had a great rapport with Sean, and sure enough, you know, about, a, about two, three weeks later, we were able to sign him. So that was uh, not planned, but uh, just such an amazing experience. We all, when he left the room, we all looked at each other and were like, okay, that just happened. That is so cool. But i got to follow up on this because I'm a journalist. What do you think yeah. played a bigger part in Sean Johnson becoming a member of TSC? Was it the appearance of Drake or was it the selection of Italian wines that I'm sure were ordered at Soto Soto? Because that's a great setup you got there. Oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> I you know, I got to go with Drake, but uh, the uh, Soto Soto is great. Their head chef, Massimo Renzi, is a big fan, and uh, they always treat us well. Absolutely. I might have gone with the Barolo. Hey, listen, we, we can talk about the, the start of the season, and we'll get in, and I know we want to get an update on how Insignia is doing. But, but the one thing I'm curious about is more just sort of big picture. And you talked about it with Buffery, just about the vision of the team and the vision of the team for the next five years. How different is this version of TFC versus the team the last two years that certainly fell on hard times? Oh, much different. But before I go anywhere, is my man Carlo there? I'm He's here, right here, Bill. How are you, buddy? Oh, I just Matthew sure. Matthew doesn't let me talk. He's takes I'm over sorry. the mic. <laughs> I got excited. I got excited yeah. about all things Soto Soto. And you're right, bad <laughs> hosting by me. All right. Yeah. No, so the the team is much, much different. You know, two years ago when we were down in Florida playing through COVID, kind of the wheels uh, fell off the bus a bit. It was our second year away. And we needed to rebuild. And so we brought in Bob and, and, you know, obviously the arrival of the Italians in the summer last year. And then 
Mark Anthony Kay and Richie Luria, who were the Canadian national team, and that started our rebuild. And then this off season, we we brought in a you know six or seven new players, five of them starters, and so it's a completely different team, much more experienced. Uh, guys who've played in big competitions, guys who've won championships. Um, and that's, you know, what we needed to do. And so now we feel going forward, we kind of have what I would say is a stable uh, starting 11. And now it's going to be seeing how the team reacts for the season, where we need to fill holes. And then what you want to do, any championship team, you want to build some stability. And so that's our goal now is, you know, over the next, you know, three or four years to have a more relatively stable lineup. A lot of these guys are under longer-term contracts now. And, um, you know, we just got to start to look deliver um, on the field. And two, two big home games coming up for us to get points. Um, we were able to eke out a point in Atlanta last weekend in a very, very difficult game. They were all over us. But I say, like, a year ago, you have the difference. A year ago, we lose that game in Atlanta 5-1. to one. So uh, to come away with a draw, Sean Johnson stood on his head a bit. It was uh, it was a good result for us. Yeah, and it was a good result considering how tough of a loss the opening game was in the oh, D.C. Where, gut punch. You know, you had a late lead and you give up two late goals, and it was an absolute gut punch. And it's 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 you know I'm glad there was a good response from it because it gave you you know visions of what you know, what last year was when you struggled so mightily defensively and with those two defensive miscues, and nice to see that the group has rebounded. But you mentioned the Italians and how much of an impact that was with the vision of how you expect this team to be in the next three, four years. Obviously, Ben Ardeshi's been an absolute stud. And you start the season with an injury to Insegna. Is there an update on his injury? Can Can the Reds fans expect to see him in the home opener this weekend? Yeah, you know, he trained yesterday, and uh, he's going to train full today. It was a very slight, you know, we got lucky. He, he felt it, uh, a little twinge in the game um, in D.C., and he immediately pulled himself out, and he had a very slight grade one uh, strain. And so uh, he's been training the last week and a half in rehab, and he's feeling really good. He's in good spirits. I just think, you know, he, he feels – um, also, uh, the need to really deliver back for the club and the city. Um, and I think he, you know, when he felt a little strain, um, he, he, you know, he was like thinking the worst. And so mm-hmm. good thing. It was just slight, you know, he's, he's a, he's a guy that takes care of his body and, um, you know, works hard and, and, you know, eats right. All he does all the right things. So, uh, that was really fortunate for him. And so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he does today and tomorrow. Um, but, uh, you know, it's uh, hopefully uh, hopefully everything goes okay and he'll be able to join us on Saturday. Bill, I want to ask you a big picture of MLS. You know, we're seeing every year new teams come in. It's it's created an exponential growth. I mean, there's 29 teams in MLS this year, and I think St. Louis is an expansion team this year, and I believe Austin is as well, too, correct? Or is it just St. Louis? Well, Austin joined last year, uh, two years okay. ago, and they uh, okay. they had a real good season last year, and St. Louis just opened up this year. They they had their home opener last weekend. was a what fantastic a crazy event. Yeah, yeah, just uh, amazing. And so, you know, the growth of the league over the last, I mean, boy, even the last 10 years has just been phenomenal. I think it's been a team a year almost for the last 18 or 19 years. Yeah, no, and that's that's amazing to see in a league like MLS that's really uh, growing exponentially, both 
um, you know, locally and nationally with the talent that you guys are, are able to bring over year after year. But, you know, I was watching the home opener in the month of February, and I'm seeing guys in, like, winter weather out here. Is, is, is that a concern around the league that maybe you guys are starting too early? I mean, when I'm watching soccer players run on the field and they have, like, like smoke like coming out of their mouth because of the air that they're breathing. I'm like, this isn't soccer weather. What's going on over here? Yeah, you know, it's 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 always a debate. Um, you know, it's a it's a long season, and it, you know, it's difficult um, to squeeze in different events as well, like the Canadian Championship down in the U.S. The U.S. Open Cup. You've got Concacaf Champions League, which is our region. Uh, with this new Leagues Cup now we're going to have with uh, Liga MX. And then you got all your league games. And so um, it winds up being a long season. And, and you want to take advantage of the weekends uh, for soccer traditionally. And, um, you know, it stretches the season. So you see teams, you know, in warmer weather markets like, you know, Miami and L.A. and the Texas teams and so on, they're fine to play in February. Not so much up here in right. Toronto and in New England and, and Chicago. Um, but you know, good thing you didn't have your home opener last weekend after uh, that snowstorm. Well, we I, have I, Friday I, night. <laughs> I pushed hard not to have because usually it's it's you know if you're not home the opening weekend you're home the next weekend and I pushed hard to push back a little bit further. Uh, but eventually, you know, what happens is the warm weather clubs don't want to start out with five games in a row at home because it affects right. ticket sales, and so it's a little bit of a balancing act. Um, the field is is. Uh, it's pretty good right now, so we're really happy with that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I remember working, you know, in the NFL a little bit and some cold, cold games in Philadelphia Outdoor Stadium. And so it's, uh, I think our fans have some fun with it. They remember probably the most memorable moments at TFC were in freezing cold weather and, and MLS right. Cups that we hosted. So um, we, we're going to have a good crowd. I think they'll have some fun with it. And, uh, you know, hopefully. Hopefully Mother Nature gives us a nice uh, sunny day, and then into the evening it's not too bad. I, I looked it up Saturday afternoon. It is cloudy with sunny breaks. Okay. Saturday, e- Saturday evening, partly cloudy, and at the worst it's going to be minus four. We can we can handle this. <laughs> oh, we can hand, we can handle this. It's, yeah. it's, it's not like a, it's not a four-hour baseball on. game. It's like a walk in the park. This is Canada. Yeah, yeah exactly. Listen, yeah. throw on an extra scarf. <laughs> you know, throw on an extra scarf, and you're going to be fine. So, Carla, uh, the uh, the Calabrese and the Sicilians and so on, they might have a tough time with it. Yeah, I know the Italians <laughs> don't like the cold, but uh, they'll they'll figure out the nice nice the wine will keep them warm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, wait, yeah, hold on, sure. wait, wait, wait. The northern Italians, my background up in Alba, you know, oh, the Torino Piemonte area, <laughs> we can handle the cold. We're fine Absolutely. with the cold. Absolutely, uh, yeah, they'll yeah. be fine. Here we go. Uh, Bill, just want to talk to you about the <laughs> roster. Um, you have a designated spot open on your roster. Um, are, are you planning to fill it sometime throughout the season? Uh, not right now. You know, we're going to wait and see how things play out for the summer. Um, just because of our salary cap and the way it works in the league, um, we've slotted Jonathan Osorio in that third spot because you actually get relief. A designated player only counts 650000 on the cap. Um, okay. But you could flip that. And so as we get into midseason, see what happens in the summer window. Um, you know, we'll make a decision on, on whether we want to 
bring in another acquisition or not. It's, uh, you know, for us, it's, um, it's all about the balance in the team, and we just want to see where it is, how it's doing. Um, you know, we made a number of new acquisitions uh, over the winter here, and so as those guys get ingrained in the team, um, we'll see. So we, we still kind of have, uh, you know, some, some potential there, but, but we're going to wait till the summer window and see how we, how we use that or not. Just uh, in as we wrap things up here, what expectations do you have for the the club this season? Uh, a team that can compete for trophies. Um, you know the the guys we've brought in are, you know, in, at a stage of their career where where they know how to win, they're ready to win. Um, you know, we're going to look. It's a long season, and so we're going to really look to see some of our younger guys who who got minutes last year be able to come in and uh, and deliver. Um, in moments in terms of our depth because uh, that's going to be needed through a long season. But but we want to compete for trophies. And, uh, you know, this is a team. We'll be a playoff team. And, uh, you know, hopefully as we get through the summer, you know, similar to 2016 when we brought in uh, a number of players in that off season, the team really starts to gel in the summer and makes a good run uh, into the playoffs. And uh, this team does have a lot of guys that know what it takes to win. So that was uh, that was the whole mindset in this off season to get guys of character and uh, and to improve defensively as we mentioned earlier. So that's yeah. uh, with Sean Johnson and Matt Hedges and Ziggy Rosted now, and we just got to finalize the deal with Richie to keep him here, Richie Laria. Um, and and you know defensively we feel we're going to be really sound. And then as the Italians round into form, and um, we brought in a, a, a guy, a veteran, Adama Diamande. Um, you know. We think we think offense will take care of itself. So it's uh, just, just I think it'll be a matter of the team gelling, and um, as we hit summer, I think this team's going to take off. Bill, really appreciate. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Again, the home opener this Saturday at BMO against Columbus Crew. All the best. Enjoy the game and uh, dress warm. All right. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Carlo. Take care. See you, buddy. Great catching bye up bye. with you. Yep. Bye bye. That is TFC President Bill Manning, and yeah, it's a you know again, it's not a baseball game. It's not you know three plus hour game. It goes uh, you know a little bit quicker, but yeah. again, that's the one thing I love about funny. soccer, Matt. Is the game starts at seven? At seven o'clock, the ball yep. gets kicked off. Yes, you know, no, forty-five minutes. There's no shenanigans. There's no forty-five shenanigans. minute halves with a couple of yep. minutes of injury time. You got to prepare yourself a two-hour match between yeah. halftime and all the extra injury time. You're there for two hours. Do what you want for those two hours, but at least you know how long you're going to be there. Not like, you know, baseball where. And I love the fact that they've addressed the extra innings rule, where they finding they're finding a, a better way to make it end quicker. But man, yeah. you go to these long extra inning games, it just drags out. It's like no thanks. See you later. Dave Festchuk from the Toronto Star is going to join us. What are his thoughts on McDavid versus the Bruins? And what is the perfect birthday gift for Morgan Riley? It's his birthday today. That's Carlo. I'm Cause. This is First Up. Time now for TSN 1050 Time Saver Traffic. 
Let's check the highways once again. We've long cleared away those northbound 400 problems past Finch. Now issues westbound on 401 collectors at the 410 is still on the right lane. The eastbound 401 from Highway 6 north to Highway 6 south. We have emergency road work through the Guelph area taking up the left lane. Here at home, eastbound at Dixon Mark Grove is still on the right lane. Then in Scarborough, eastbound past Markham Road, a crash on the left lane. Westbound on the Gardner past York Bay Young, a crash on the right lane. We have a shoulder block with a stalled vehicle past Spadina, though. Download the free TO Waste app to access your waste collection schedule and drop off depot locations right from your phone. Learn more at toronto.ca slash waste app. From the News Talk 1010 Traffic Center, I'm Jody Thornton. The best insight, analysis, and entertainment. Overdrive, weekday afternoons 4 to 7 on TSN 1050.